Hey, this is Zach Betzel from the group Saul, and you're listening to Today's Boondoggle. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. I just wanted to take a minute in this little intro before the intro to give you an update on some of the things we got going on here at today's Boondoggle. And uh, we've recently uh, launched a email account. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, you're enjoying the show, you want to see something different, you want to see certain guests on the show, you can reach us at todaysboondoggle at gmail.com. And as you know, the coronavirus lockdown has hit a lot of us uh, financially. Um, Boondoggle didn't escape it either. And uh, if you want to support us financially so we can get you uh, these interviews that you enjoy each week, uh, you can donate to our GoFundMe. There's a, a you get on GoFundMe. Look up today's Boondoggle. We got a GoFundMe that'll be ongoing, and um, as well as a Venmo, you can donate. If you use Venmo, go to Venmo domain or uh, today's Boondoggle. And then also there's our Anchor sponsorship on the Anchor app, Anchor.fm. Look up today's Boondoggle, and you can become a monthly sponsor to us there. Uh, as you know, this is a veteran-owned and operated program we got going on here. It's very been, man, incredibly therapeutic for a guy like myself who, you know, is a veteran with PTSD and anxiety. And, uh, just gets me out there talking with people and gets me out of my comfort zone, and it's been awesome. But uh, it all costs us, you know, to, the travel accommodations. To, to get to these interviews that you want to hear. So if you can help out anyway, we truly appreciate it. Um, also, please follow us on social media. It's at Today's Boondoggle. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just please follow, subscribe, comment, comment. download the, the episodes. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, any of the programs that you use to listen to your podcast. Please, please. Uh, do whatever you can to support us, and hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. And uh, I got the pleasure today of speaking with uh, Rolly from the band Avat. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going, Bill? Thank you for having me on your show. Um, not much today, man. Just enjoying the sun out here in sunny Florida. Uh, we just dropped a new track, um, Faith in Flames. I'm not sure if you heard it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about that, um, get into that a little bit. But uh, usually when I have guests on, I like to kind of do like a timeline thing and uh, uh, get a little bit of a background. So, like, originally, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, man. Uh, I think that's changed over the years quite a bit. I think the first time that I realized I wanted to do anything with my life, I uh, I was working as a draftsman uh, and started to study that in architecture. And, and that was kind of my thing uh, throughout high school. So I really got into the whole architectural bit, the, the design behind it, um, flow and, you know, experience and all that kind of stuff. And that naturally translated into what I do today, which is uh, web design. So I ended up liking doing uh, graphic design a lot more. And, uh, and you know, that's what I've been kind of keeping my, my day job as uh, in the meantime. Nice, nice. So I always had that creativity, creative mind set. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then uh, do you remember like, uh, like how old you were when you first discovered music? Oh yeah, I was, I was, must've been three or four when I first, you know, remember my dad, he used to sit in front of an old Marantz stereo with his record player 
and he every opportunity he get he he bring home a new record, ACDC, Back in Black. He had the Black Metallica album, uh, and, and just a lot of others uh, throughout that day, that day and age. Um, yeah, he had some of the other classics as well, Michael Jackson, and then uh, we're Hispanic, uh, Cuban actually. So he had a lot of you know uh, Cuban artists and whatnot uh, from back in the day. Um, so I, you know, I grew up around it. Uh, he was constantly putting music on, and I remember those tunes being played. And then, of course, you know, the area uh, where I was uh, born, New Orleans. It's it's famous and it's rich for that culture in, in music. Yeah. So just being around that and then getting to experience Mardi Gras at an early age really got a feel for, uh, you know, what it means to become a musician. You know, it's it's soulful and uh, and it gives you a platform to speak and ease your mind. Right. Yeah. And do you like remember like uh, when when was the time that you like knew that that was something you wanted to get be involved with and start doing yourself? Oh, that would have to be when, um, you remember back in the day where they used to do these mailers, uh, and you would be able to buy, uh, uh, CDs for like a penny. Yeah. Yeah. Columbia house or whatever. Columbia, man. Oh, oh what a classic. <laughs> yeah. So I first got a mailer for that and I was like, well, what the hell is this stamps? And for me, it was like, you know, free albums. I didn't know that, you know, my parents would have to pay. So I just you know, <laughs> I signed up and yep. then uh, I got my, my first 10. And of those was the uh, the Crow album, um, the um, Green Day, um, the 95 release, I believe it was. Uh, I had a Metallica album back then as well um, and a few others. I think I was I was really all over the place musically because I I liked I liked a little bit of hip hop I liked a little bit of um, that uh, retro funk and uh, I I really listened to everything so when I first uh, started listening to those albums especially the Crow album I just got into the whole industrial side of rock and uh, I had already known about Metallica and and some of the the greats you know. Um, but once I started to really pay attention to the lyrics and the flow of an album and just what it meant to that artist, uh, and, and not only that, but what they tried to convey to the listener, that's when I really knew. I was just, you know, taken aback and I said, hey, this is something I want to do. And I started to venture out into band. I tried chorus. Uh, and both of those, I was successful. I didn't stick with band a lot. I played French horn back in middle school, but I did chorus a lot. And, and that was, you know, great, you know, to kind of expand my, my horizon as a, as a singer. And I also did, uh, uh, drama and, um, and that also helped me as well. I mean, I, I have a very powerful voice is what I'm told, you know, and you can hear me from the back of the room, even without a microphone. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much when I first started, uh, to really take a, a look at, at what I wanted to do as far as, uh, my interest in music and, and art. And then when was it that, uh, you started like getting involved in like, uh, you know, playing in a, in a band and getting out playing live? Well, um, in high school, I tried to get in a band, and we were trying to do this whole Linkin Park thing. Uh, obviously, their their title, uh, um, their uh, first title with Paper Cut and all that kind of stuff on it. Um, we were really big into that, and we wanted to do something similar. So we were kind of coming at this, and I remember the guy that, that I was I was forming this with. He was really big into that song Butterfly. Uh, and so he wanted to do this rap rock thing. And I'm like, no, no problem. You know, we can do this. And he was a drummer slash guitarist. And we kind of wrote a couple uh, small things, but that never really turned into any shows. And when I started to play shows was back in about 04, when I joined a band called Handgun Romance. And man, that is a, a throwback. But let me tell you, when I started to play 
clubs like uh, we had Cafe Cristal here. We had Churchill's. We have uh, just a bunch of others. Some of the others like Dugout uh, come to uh, come to mind, and and uh, a couple warehouses as well uh, that would throw shows frequently, or at least you know the promoters would try and throw them there. Um, but uh, that's when I first started to play out and. The experience for that was awe-inspiring, just to have kind of you know the control with the mic and 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 get that feedback from the the crowd is amazing because when you start listening to folks singing back your lyrics, you're just you're like wow, uh, you know you're striking a a chord with these folks and and that's that's really where. Where I knew I was like, this is definitely what I got to do. Like, I, I really got to push myself and and just focus on on everything that that I have into music. Nice, nice. And then, uh, so then, when when did you get into your current band, or is this something that you started with? Uh, you know, some friends from that you grew up with, or just how how did this come about? So Avet, uh, we started this uh, through a couple friends um, meeting through some other mutual friends, and you know we, we've been at it officially since 2015. But before that, we were kind of hanging around with uh, a couple other folks that that weren't as into it as we were. So you know, as we kept pushing forward, trying to create something special. Uh, we eventually found the right musicians and friends, really, that uh, that wanted to make this a reality. And we just kept writing as many songs as we could. It didn't matter whether they were garbage or not. We would try and rewrite them if we, if we thought they weren't good enough. And you're always in that perpetual state of, of trying to get better. So, you know, we've been we've been doing this for a little while and and just trying to find the other piece of the puzzle, which is our label, uh, really. Intercat music, uh, you know, is a, is a big part of us. Apocalypse Records is our, our primary label. Um, but uh, they've come full circle with us, and they've kind of helped us um, transition what our music was into something that's a lot more polished. Um Definitely, they've given us the right amount of feedback because you know we're we're starting to see a lot of success out of the songs, uh, and I, I think we're in good hands with that. Now, did you guys have any uh, shows that were lined up that had to be canceled because of the pandemic? Well, we definitely had a lot in the works as far as shows because we we were trying to get out on tour. Uh, we were. Uh, preparing all of that through the PNR, uh, PR and, and that kind of stuff. And and those avenues kind of fizzled out for a little bit. And we're, I wouldn't say fizzled out because we still have the opportunities, but um, definitely they were placed on hold <laughs> for the foreseeable future just because of safety reasons. And we didn't want to contribute to the, you know, the mass, you know, problems that we have right now in the world. So, we uh, we kind of let that go to the wayside, and we were trying to focus on writing number one and number two, just how many other ways we can kind of bring our music out there. Um, so we've been developing a a live session that uh, we're going to be uh, hosting virtually, and we're looking at that uh, probably in the next few months uh, to be released. So we're very excited and. and anticipating that uh, it'll be well-received. Uh, we put a lot of hard work into it. Our label has also put a lot of hard work into it. And um, hopefully, you know, it'll get picked up by quite a few people and we'll get some new fans out of it. Nice. Now, I, you know, we'd already mentioned the the, uh, the single that's out, Faith in Flames. Um, is there, uh, I mean, do you have an album that's scheduled to come out? Oh, man. Uh, every time someone asks me about an album, uh, I can only say is that we're definitely concerned more about the quality and not the quantity. Um, so we were kind of 
cemented into the whole idea of the singles because I think that allows us to focus on one song, give it the the breath that it needs, and and then have that release um, come full circle, put the video out, and, and, and do press for it. But as far as an album, I'd love to do one uh, in the future. I'm not sure if that'll be near or far. Um, but we have come up with some ideas, maybe some concepts and, and whatnot to kind of push that forward. But we really want to give that the, the right amount of time uh, to leave our mark. So uh, if, if we're going to do anything, we're going to do it right. So that, that's, that's where I can leave that. Gotcha. And it seems like with the, the uh, formats that are out there today, like Spotify and stuff like that, it's like the singles that get the most attention. Nobody listens to full albums anymore. Um, which is, I mean, I think it's kind of an unfortunate thing. I'm old school though, but, um, but yeah, it's the singles that usually get the most attention on those type of, of formats. Um, yeah, but then you have like, you know, some creative concepts, like let's say, uh, bring me the horizon Their Their release schedule really was let's drop all these singles. And then they kind of, I don't want to say piecemeal because I'm sure that this was intentional, but they then ended up releasing the album. So, uh, but they made it seem to their fan base that they were just releasing singles, you know what I mean? For quite some time. So I, I thought that that was uh, a great way to handle that. And we might take a cue from that. I don't know. Um, but we'll see. Okay. And uh, speaking of, of the single Faith and Flames, uh, you want to talk a little bit uh, about that and uh, like the message that you were sending out with it? Yeah, absolutely. So Faith and Flames just kind of goes through, um, you know, relationships in general, friends, you know, you know, lovers, whatnot. Just um, I, I want to say that I guess when you're looking at, at Faith and Flames, I want people to take away from it that um, you have folks in your life that mean a great deal to you and you put a lot of faith into them. So as you do that, you know, sometimes it leaves you with, you know, negative physicality or emotions that, that really detract from that friendship or that relationship. Um, and, and, and it usually comes from, you know, either intentional or unintentional uh, neglect, you know, uh, mistreating one another or, you know, or feeling that you've been mistreated uh, while you are, are completely, you know, involved with everything about this person. You know, let's say it's your best friend and, and, you put so much faith into this person and you're talking to them every day. And then just one day to the next, you know, they do something that, that you really ever never thought that, that they would be capable of, you know, and they just kind of pull the rug out from under you. Uh, and, and this is exactly for that. You know, these people don't show any care. They don't show any respect. They don't show any remorse for it. And it's, you know, it's, it, it's not something that's kosher and I'm sure you would agree, yeah. but, um, you know, that, that's what this song is, is encompassing. And, and I, I love it. Um, it took a while for, for me to develop this one and kind of feel where it was headed and, and what was the message that I wanted to, to send out. Yeah. Gotcha. I could, I totally can relate to that. I know one thing that I've had to, work on over the years is you know because of just either my upbringing or you know life experiences the type of person I try and be you know for other people you know and when it's not always reciprocated it's like you know it could be such a downer man it could really suck your energy out and I, I've learned to you know try and focus on okay well these are my expectations I'm putting on, I'm, I'm expecting these people to kind of be the same type of person I am. And unfortunately that's not the case. So I always got to kind of check my expectations, you know, to, I guess, buffer the, the, the hurt a little bit. Yeah. I feel you. I, I mean, I naturally I'm a very trusting person. So for me, I, I try and take people at face value and I slowly get to know folks and, and learn who they really are, 
you know. But yeah. for me, um, I'm, I try to be an open book. I try to be open with, with people because I think that at the core of what we are uh, as humans, you know, we have relationships. And I think that's that's one of the uh, the pinnacles of, of what it means to be human. So those relationships, those bonds that form, whether it's, you know, you know, romantic or not, uh, even platonic relationships go through this all the time. Yeah, and th- th- we, I mean, any kind of like relationships have pretty much been put to the test this past year with you know the COVID and the lockdowns and social oh, yeah. distancing and all that. It's just been been hell because we're I mean created to kind of you know to be in community, to be around each other, to work together, to touch, to feel, you know. So it's yeah, definitely, definitely been trying, man. Um, I wanted to ask too, like uh. What's the meaning behind uh, the name of your band? So uh, the name of the band, AVAT, um, it's an acronym. <laughs> okay. I uh, it's an acronym, uh, and uh, it stands for A Victim, A Target, um, from the Misery Signal song uh, back in the day. Um, I think it was 2008 for the release. Okay. Um but yeah, we, we had a, one of the, uh, the, I wouldn't say founding member because he's no longer with us, but, uh, he, uh, he was definitely in the group at the time and he loved the idea of using this name and, and it kind of stuck, you know, we thought it was pretty cool and everybody's like, Oh, victim of target, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then when we had to kind of stray away from that, just, you know, licensing and that kind of stuff, legal issues. But, uh, you know, we, we stuck with AVAT and we felt that it was pretty cool, you know, just to kind of have an acronym. Uh, we, we've, we've, we've come into the realization that uh, uh, AVAT uh, in other languages, I think in Farsi or something like that, means something else. Uh, and I believe there's another artist out there somewhere that has AVAT in their name, but it's not AVAT as we spell it, you know, so. Uh, we constantly get kind of confused between uh, the demographics on on that end. It's, it's pretty fun to even see that. <laughs> yeah, I have to look into that. I I didn't hear that before. Um, so we mentioned already like Apocalypse Records and and working with them. Like, how's that been for you guys? And little do we know that we'd be like living in the apocalypse right now. It seems. <laughs> It has been an absolute pleasure. I, I honestly feel that um, they have been with us 100% of the way every step, you know. Um, and some, I mean, it's hard because we're in a unique situation that, you know, we still have our day jobs and whatnot, and we're kind of like building this slowly because we want to be smart about this. Like, I mean... Uh, some of us have, have responsibilities that we need to tend to. We want to make sure that we make the right decisions at the right time. But they have been instrumental, to say the least, in in guiding us, in helping us make the right decisions, uh, in connecting us with the right people. Um, you know, even folks like you, and having this opportunity to, you know, have uh, interviews and that kind of stuff. Uh, I couldn't have even dreamed of this just a few years ago, and here we are. You know. So I owe them a great debt of gratitude to both the Apocalypse and Intercat teams for, you know, keeping us in line, heading toward the goal, you know. And uh, I think just the amount of, of thought process that they put into things and the technology behind it uh, just really means a, a great deal to us uh, in, in kind of helping us uh, keep things in line. Uh, there's a lot of logistics behind all of this and, and, you know, I mean, with people with, you know, 10, uh, 12 hour day jobs, it's, it's kind of, <laughs> it, it can be daunting. You know? yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I often find myself coming home and I, I still, you know, have to put in the time, the effort to write, record, make content. I have to, you know, you know, talk to the fans and I have to write back and I have to do this and that. So. You know, it, it, that is a full-time job and to anyone in the industry that's ever made it, you know, and left that day job behind, 
damn, like I have mad respect for these people. So, <laughs> so I, I do have a great deal of gratitude for the uh, for both teams, Intercat and Apocalypse. Nice. And then, uh, so I wanted to ask too, like you know, what's the creative process usually like for you when you're, you know, getting ready to make a new single? Oh man. Uh, well, we uh, we kind of turn out uh, a few different ways, but the I guess the normal um, method would be that um, we do have our bassist and guitars. They kind of start writing out hooks and whatnot and riffs, and they'll just kind of toss it back and forth um, online. And we'll listen to it. We'll give our criticism and we'll see where we can take it. So like, we'll maybe get a verse or a chorus or something like that. And um, we'll let somebody take it from there. Um, I'll come up with, you know, some hooks or whatnot and I'll record whatever I can, whether it's on my phone at home in the studio, wherever I can really, however much time I get to, to put in it. Um, and once it gets back to them, it's just a back and forth volley until we have something solid. Um, now we've taken the approach that we're going to be doing a lot more pre-production before we even take it to the the label because we want to we want to make sure that our vision stays more in line uh, with how we want to sound and and just kind of create that that unique that experience uh i mean a lot can be said that maybe my voice would uh would be you know a fingerprint of the band but i also want not just myself but i, I want to focus on um on the musicianship of everyone else and, and make sure that that is also an iconic piece uh that people can reference back to in our songs got Hey baby, this is Double D, also known as Dream Daddy. And I gotta tell y'all something about our new sponsorship here at today's Boondoggle. And the name is Dream Nutrition. So if you're looking to empower your human vitality, well then you come to the right place. With over 12 years of combined experience in cannabinoids and terpene products, Dream Nutrition products include CBD oils, patches, proteins, and so much more. The endocannabinoid system is believed to have involvement in regulating physiological and cognitive processes, including the immune system, appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and in mediating the pharmacological effects of cannabis. Support this veteran-owned and operated company today, and today's Boondoggle fans will receive 10% off their orders when using the promo code Boondog10 at checkout. That's B-O-O-N-D-O-G-10 at checkout. So go to the link. That's dreamnutrition.com forward slash discount forward slash Boondog10. And remember, dream is not spelled like dream daddy. It's spelled D-R-E-E-M. And start saving today because you deserve to feel your best. And you know that's right. So tell them Dream Daddy and your brand from today's Boondog sent you. So um, I wanted to kind of get into, ask some of the questions that I normally ask when I uh, have guests on. Um, sure. Who's some of your top three musical artists? Top three musical artists. Uh, Metallica has to be one of them. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Um, oof. And I have a lot of respect for a lot of different artists because I like to look into what they do. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you a few. Um, the Used is another one, a uh, favorite of mine. Um, and... I just I, I like what they've done with their career and they're still going and they're still making fucking amazing music. 
Uh, and then here's another one that just progressively gets better. I mean, not to steal the thunder away of how they used to sound. And I know that there's this whole back and forth of what era sounded better, but bring me the horizon is probably uh, a great band that I could mention there. Uh, and, and I think a lot of my listening currently goes to that. Although I do have a couple playlists that are just more chill and relaxed. Like half alive is uh, another band that I kind of listen to on the side and, and it really depends on my mood. Uh, like the, the last week I've been revisiting the emo years, uh, my Ken, uh, Thursday, Thrice, you know, and, and kind of going through that, taking back Sunday and just kind of revisiting that whole era. Cause I, I don't know, man, I think, I think we could see some kind of resurgence between that and like an eighties vibe moving forward. And I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, now, is there a particular song that you feel has inspired you in life that's, like, been a go-to whenever, uh, I mean, it's something you can, you can always go back to. It never gets old, and it always kind of lifts you up. Ooh. Uh, I would have to say something that, that really struck a chord with me is uh, Castle of Glass by Linkin Park. Um, and not that it... Not that it's uplifting, but it definitely sobers me. Um, and I just, I like the reality of the song and, um, and how he portrays the fragileness uh, of, of who we are, you know. Uh, it's always been a favorite to go back to. And I, I kind of visit that maybe you know, every, every once in a while. I want to say at least every month or two. Yeah. But definitely a great track. I just I, I like the the production value behind it too. That's also another thing that kind of draws me there. Uh, and then Chester, of course. I mean, he has an amazing voice. And Shinoda, they're just a, they were just a great team together. So yeah, definitely. And um, what's something that you're going to try and do today to be to make you better than you were yesterday? Something that I'm going to do today to do better than yesterday well i uh i have a lot of discussions uh with my bassist john about this and we try and focus on the next percent right if we can do just one percent better today than yesterday then at least it's something at least it's progress towards a goal so definitely what i'm doing today is I'm going to make sure that I eat <laughs> so that I can focus. And tonight, actually, I'm going to be working on a new song uh, that uh, John and I have been kind of working at and just uh, chipping away. And that's that one is definitely something that I'm going to be working to better myself moving forward from today than yesterday. Great, great, and I totally can relate to that that one percent thought. I mean, I uh, just recently turned forty eight, and uh, you know, I feel feel eighty eight from you know my time in the military. But I uh, just I I started doing jujitsu like last year, and I was just like okay. really getting beat up because you know, and not just physically but mentally too, because it was just like, man, these people are so much better than me. It's a younger crowd. What am I doing? Blah blah blah. <laughs> And I had to get to that place where it's just like, hey, man, if I'm a little if I'm an inch more flexible than I was yesterday, if I last a couple seconds longer before I get tapped out, that's a win. You know, absolutely, man. So absolutely. Just have to. It's a great way to think. Yeah. I had to readjust that mindset. So, yeah, totally can relate to that. Um, and then I wanted to ask you, like, two, uh, three people who've inspired you or you can credit for making you the person you are today. All right. Um, all right. One one person in particular would be uh, Mr. Jack Mizano. He was my drama coach and teacher and confidant and just an all around amazing individual. Uh, passed away, but uh, he was definitely one uh, that I would happily say. Uh, the others 
would have to be my father, who, even throughout his stubbornness, manages to keep me real, keep me in check, and keep me focused on on family and unity. And uh, and then uh, uh, I would say third person is kind of a toss up man because I have a lot of fantastic people in my life to thank and just credit. I want to say my mother. Uh, I would definitely want to say my mom. Uh, she she's had a tough life man. Uh, and she has shown me what it means to be resilient. She has shown me not to give up on my dreams. And uh, she always is there for me. And I do, I truly mean that. No matter what, both of my parents are always there for me. Um, so that that's definitely uh, the three that I would consider. Awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, are there any, like, causes or organizations that you support and you would encourage others to check out? You know, I I would like to draw some attention to I, I want to say education, really. Um, I think education is the start of it all, really. That that allows us to uh, to really become who we're meant to be. Um, so I, w- I would say, you know, if people need a cause to get behind, maybe be uh, it may be some form of free education, whether whatever limit that may be. Uh, I can't think of any institutions in mind, but uh, uh, any form of education will help, especially in, in communities that are struggling. Um, there's a lot of communities, especially here in South Florida, that I just, uh, I've gone through, I've, I've helped, you know, clean up, you know, the sides of the roads and I've, com- you know, done community service, uh, at some of the local parks. And it's always a rewarding experience to see, you know, young children get that opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if there's anything in the world that, that anyone could do for anyone is just to give them the ability, give them the freedom to learn. So if there's anything that you could do with your dollar, just invest it in somebody to learn. And I think we would become a a greater society because of that. Definitely. Definitely. Um, And then uh, this is a, one of my favorite questions to ask, because it always takes everybody back, but uh, favorite toy as a child. Oh, dude, you're killing me, dude. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that you know that's a toss-up because it's like, it's what I remember. But ah, uh, man, I would have to say, I'm gonna tell you too, man, because there's just no way, dude. All right, so there were there were these kind of like GI Joe style action figures, but they had like dinosaurs and they shot missiles and lasers. Um, and I had a couple of those toys, and I would flip man anytime i got a new one i would flip jump for joy you would see me bouncing around the walls just to even see this thing and uh, i had a t-rex of that and a couple other toys that i would just kind of play side to side and they fit perfectly with the gi joe's so like anytime you got a gi joe just fit next to the other one so so greatly another one would have to be the the old ghostbuster toys uh we had the whole get up me my cousin my brother his brother, and, man, we would run around New Orleans just thinking we were the Ghostbusters, man. That was the <laughs> most coolest thing that I can remember because we had the the ecto uh, plasma chamber. We had, uh, you know, we had the traps. We had the whole nine, and that was such a fun experience because as those movies came out, you know, we got to see them for the first time. It was just in awe, you know? And uh, I, I don't think that 
that a lot of the younger generation of today would be able to see or or really just be taken aback by the the, the advancements in technology but just to see the uh the ectoplasm you know in that movie and the in the uh the the rays from the guns and that kind of stuff like that was amazing dude yeah yeah and i can't think of a that better place to be a ghostbuster than new orleans yeah. oh man <laughs> it was fun dude it was fun we just jumping uh, fences, g- getting back and forth to one an- one another's house, and it-, it was great, bro. It was such a great time. Oh, thank you for that question. Awesome, yeah. I always it, it always lights everybody up, man. It's good to remember our childhood, you know. <laughs> um, so any message that you have for our military members currently serving overseas? Absolutely, I want to thank them all for what they do for this country and not just for the country, but for the world really, because they are the peacekeepers and I have so much admiration for them. I have a, a best friend as we were growing up he was a ranger. And uh, I just want to thank you for everything that you do. And, you know, I, I try to put my money where my mouth is. I try and support wherever I can. I, I, here at home, I support the state troopers. You know, I support the, uh, the families of uh, the Coast Guard and, you know, I, I constantly try and look for a couple other things. And, and anytime that I see a foundation, uh, anything military, I, I try and give back. Um, it's just, it's astounding. I, I tried to join the Navy myself, but I unfortunately cannot because I, I had a, a heart murmur and they wouldn't allow me. So, um, but I, I tried to join the Navy. I tried to join the Marines and, and man, I, I cannot believe the sacrifice that it takes you know uh is not something that i was granted the opportunity to do but i would have done it in a heartbeat so i i i feel for them uh and i thank them that's that's all i can do is i can thank them uh and if there's anything if any any fan ever comes up to me and, and needs something just let me know man i'm more than happy to help wherever i can Awesome, man. Awesome. So anybody of our virtual audience that might be like uh, new to hearing about you guys and uh, want want to know more or want to support you guys somehow uh, through merch or anything like that, uh, where would you send them? So if they want to support us, definitely follow us on all social media. It's going to be at A-V-A-T music. Um, you can check us out on Instagram. Uh, we're pretty solid there. We have Facebook. We have pretty much them all. Uh, and if you want to listen to our tracks, please purchase them. We are on Apple Music. Uh, we are on Deezer. We are on Spotify. Um, and every other major outlet there, you know, Amazon uh, has our music. We have Google Play uh, and the Apple Store as well. So uh, search for AVAT. And you'll see Faith and Flames there. It's a release that we just had out last week. So if you guys want to support us, go out and buy it now. And uh, we will be forever thankful for that. Awesome, man. Awesome. Hey, it's it's been really good talking with you. Um, and uh, I'll let you get, you know, finish off your, your break time a little bit before you have to get back to work. Um, but, uh, man, thanks, thanks for uh, taking the moment out to – to talk with us bill absolutely man thank you so much for the time and inviting me on the show uh it's been it's been fantastic thank you for all the questions awesome man and then like really quick you mind doing me one last favor before i let you go yeah anything you want to cut a promo id for the show you got it man yeah just introduce yourself and you're listening to today's boondoggle got it hey this is roly v from avat and you're listening to today's boondoggle Awesome, man. Hey, like I said, thanks again, man. Appreciate your time and enjoy the rest of your day. Anytime, Bill. Thank you so much, man. You take care. All right, you too. Bye bye. Lay down beside her. She is a liar. Smoking the fire. And burning the flames. And I know I'll get pulled in. There's no escaping her tonight. It's so loud of control. I don't know.
And thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall. Brought to you by today's Boondoggle.
Thank you for listening once again to today's Boondoggle Radio Show. Please be sure to check out our website, DomainCLE.com or Boondoggle.com for more shows and check out our archives. Follow us on social media at Today's Boondoggle on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for more information about this podcast. And please support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash Today's Boondoggle as well as on our GoFundMe and Venmo. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and all the other podcast platforms out there. Please email us with any questions, suggestions, and comments via todaysboondoggle at gmail.com. Leave us some five-star reviews and help spread the word. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of Today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland.